Welcome to Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Erin Page, and today I'm joined by Madison Whitekiller, who holds the title of 2022 Miss Indian Oklahoma, to talk about her platform, Guiding Native American Youth to Discover Success Through STEM. Thanks so much for being here, Madison. Yes, yo, Erin. Thank you for having me. So Madison, you are a 2021 graduate of Northeastern State University, where you earned your Bachelor of Science degree in biochemistry, and you're currently working as a laboratory technician studying diabetic retinopathy, and you plan to eventually train to become a physician. Did you always know that you wanted to go into medicine, and what inspired you to pursue a career in STEM? Yeah, this is a great question. So I actually became interested in STEM at a pretty early age without even really knowing it. So I always say that my grandpa was my very first teacher. I mean, taught me everything from reading to addition and subtraction. And so one thing that he would do is that he would just take me outside on walks. We lived in a fairly rural area and we would just go out into the woods and he would point out different species of plants or trees or animals. And he really taught me how to identify them. And so that was kind of my first exposure to STEM and biology and kind of that um, field. And so my interest in health came to me around the age of 10. And this was a time that my mom was actually diagnosed with cancer. And kind of a little about my background, I'm an only child and I come from a single parent home. And so it's always just been me and her. And as you can imagine, we have a really close bond and really look out for each other. And so around this time, I really wanted to step up and help out as much as I could. And, you know, at that age, there's only so much you can do, but I'd make sure she would have water or get her bag of medicines or whatever it was to her. And that's kind of where I realized I had a passion for helping people and trying to heal them. Um, there was a long road that followed after that and many hurdles I had to get over and kind of dealing with self-doubt due to lack of representation in that field and really trying to figure out if I had what it takes to really be a physician like I wanted to. And luckily I was able to find really great mentors and have a great support system. And so now I'm on several um, interviews pretty much every day, every weekend for different um, medical schools. And I'm really taking that leap and trying to get myself to where I wanna be. That is so powerful. Thank you for sharing that about your childhood, both those experiences with your grandfather. I think it's important for us to realize as parents that something as simple as just enjoying the outdoors together can really spark an interest in our kids. And mm -hmm. what a beautiful story about your mother too. Um, I'm sure that was quite a struggle as, as a young child going through that, but um, it's a good reminder to us too that even when our kids are going through hard things that there can be good that comes of that that can inspire them and help them figure out what it is they love to do. Absolutely. So your platform is guiding Native American youth to discover success through STEM, and you hope to ensure Indigenous people are well represented in the STEM field. So what are some key ways that you are engaging with and encouraging Native youth, and why is this platform so integral to who you are? 
Um, so like I kind of mentioned a second ago, um, I really battled with self-doubt when I decided I wanted to be a physician. And so I looked at pretty much every other career field that there could be um, before really deciding to take that leap. And when I entered college, I actually um, had an education major and it took about a year or just a few semesters for me to realize that this wasn't really engaging me in the way that I needed it to. And I just didn't have that passion. And so kind of on a whim, I decided to change my major and um, I'm so happy I did. It was absolutely the right choice for me. And I'm glad that I really listened to my heart on that. But I still really struggled with wondering if I was good enough, if I was smart enough, if I had the work ethic to really continue down this path. And so, like I said, I had some amazing mentors. Um, the faculty and staff at NSU was amazing to me and they really supported me. And um, like you said earlier, I'm working in a lab right now. Um, it's Valdez Laboratories and Dr. Valdez has just been integral to my development and really gaining that confidence. And so I wanted to do that for someone else to kind of be that person that someone else could look to and hopefully find as a mentor. And so what I've been doing with my platform and my title is really trying to go to these schools directly and have these conversations with children at an early age so they know early on that they can reach their full potential. And just because they are from a smaller school, a rural area, they don't see anyone that looks like them in these positions, that they can still do it and they can still make it. And so just going to these schools as often as I can and sharing my, uh, my platform with them and hopefully kind of growing these um, doctors and nurses and these scientists right in their hometown so that they can go back one day and really fill the cup of their town and their community and give back in that way. That is so beautiful. So you are kind of using that education piece, even though that wasn't mm -hmm. what you chose to major in. I love that you're kind of incorporating that now into what you're doing and that it's been important to you to give back. For parents, what, what's your top tip for us to help our kids have access to opportunities in STEM, whether it's just as a hobby or something fun to do that we could connect over or to show them all the potential career choices? So something that I really try to tell parents is make it fun. I mean, you touched on that to have fun together. And like I said earlier, my kind of intro into STEM was just going outside, going on walks and looking at the different plant species or animals and learning about those from my grandfather. And so that's something that parents can continue to do with their children. Um, I know in Oklahoma City, they have an amazing um, science museum that parents can take their kids to. That's so much fun. And it's just really about feeding their passion and creativity in ways that keeps them interested. Um, something that I've really enjoyed looking at is um, all the activities that happen in the month of September. So it's now being called STEM Timber, where so many different organizations will put on these different activities for kids to go and um, really kind of learn more about STEM and these careers in STEM that they could follow. I'm, of course, really looking forward to Geekapalooza and being there and getting to 
really interact with everyone that's there and seeing all the amazing activities and presentations that are there. So it just a little bit of um, research and looking out there. There's so many opportunities and the kids will absolutely enjoy it and remember it for forever. That's such great advice. So you are a member of the Cherokee Nation and you have served as Little Miss Cherokee, Junior Miss Cherokee, and Miss Cherokee. What has it meant to you in those roles and now in your current role through the Oklahoma Federation of Indian Women to represent your tribe? And what does being Cherokee mean to you? Yeah, this is an amazing question because there's so many different answers that my brain goes to right away because being Native American and being Cherokee specifically is kind of a just basket of things that you kind of draw on each and every day. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> um, but it's just kind of a basket for you to draw on each and every day to get through those tough moments and, you know, really kind of give back to your ancestors in the way that they gave to you. And so to me, being Native American is just really having that strength woven into our DNA. There's been many talks lately about generational trauma and how kind of those bad things that happen to us are within us still. And that's true, but I also believe that our strength that our ancestors had during those hard times is still within us. And we are capable of thriving today because of them, because of that strength that they had. So I really try to honor my ancestors and those who made it possible for me to be here by giving back to my community in any way that I can and by learning as much as I can about my tribe. Because that's what we fought for for so long is just to be Cherokee, to have this language, this knowledge, our culture. And so that's to me the best way that you can really give back to your community is by learning as much as you can. So it's really been an honor to hold these titles, to be an ambassador for my tribe, but Really what I've loved is getting to educate others about my tribe, but also learn. You know, being in these positions, you're surrounded by the most knowledgeable people that there could be about this subject. And spending time with them has just been incredible. And um, something that my pastor has told me in all of this, you know, different things that I've gone through is, you know, be a sponge and just soak in all of this knowledge that you can. And so that's something that I really try to do in every situation that I am. And so. I also want to act like a sponge in the same way and kind of squeeze out this knowledge to everyone else around me and let everyone know the amazing things that I've learned and hopefully inspire them to do the same. That is so beautiful, Madison. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love your, um, your focus on being curious. And I think that that applies to all of us, whether it's about, you know, our own roots or just encouraging our kids to be curious about mm -hmm. the things going on around them. I also really love that you talked about that duality of acknowledging and understanding that generational trauma, and then also at the same time, acknowledging and bringing forth that strength of your ancestors. That's, that's just beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. As, as a future physician, one of the things that you hope to do is combat the health disparities facing indigenous communities. What's your vision for what you hope to accomplish in the future? Yeah, so these disparities that Native Americans face is really 
something that I'm very passionate about because I've witnessed it firsthand within my own family and within my own community. I mean, people don't realize this, but a large portion of indigenous communities live below the federal poverty line. And this is really what causes these disparities. You know, a lack of access to healthcare is what's really hurting our communities. And so that's why I really wanted to become a physician as well as to give back to my community in that way. So my great great grandmother was a healer in her community. And even today we'll have people coming up to us and saying, you know, she helped heal my grandfather, she helped heal my aunt or whatever it may be. And that's an incredible thing to know that one person can have such an impact that lasts generations. And so that's what really motivated me to enter the health field. And so that's what I hope to do for any small community, wherever it may be, is to just be able to truly be of service to that place, that area, the people there. And at the same time, hopefully inspire others to pursue medicine or STEM and really be that um, beacon for someone to kind of come to and gain mentorship from and along the way. I think something that can be easy for people to overlook um, if, if they're not part of the indigenous community, those health disparities affect all of us. They affect everyone in the community. And, and we all have a, a, a kind of responsibility to understand those disparities and then figure out what it is that we can do uh, as a community to help address those. Right. And something that um, my people have believed in is that when one person is struggling, then really we're all struggling because as part of a community, we should be helping one another and really trying to raise and lift everyone. And so I think it's important to keep that in mind in any group that you're in is that you're only as strong as your weakest link. And so as long as you can help those around you, you're really helping yourself as well. Definitely. When we work to address those disparities, we all benefit from that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. As you have been traveling the state to promote the diversity of tribes across Oklahoma and getting to learn about all of the other tribes throughout Oklahoma, and you're also working to inspire Native youth to get excited about STEM, what is inspiring you? What's giving you hope right now? Yeah, so... I'm glad you brought up the aspect of learning about other tribes because I think that's kind of a misconception that people have when they hear about Native Americans is that we're all just one homogenous group of people. We all have the same cultures and beliefs and outlooks and that is far from the truth. I mean, every single tribe you come across has their own stories, their own language. And so it's really been amazing to be able to learn. And that's something that excites me for every single event that I go to is getting to learn. And like you said, just keeping that curiosity within me alive. And, you know, with Miss Indian Oklahoma, it's so different from the other titles that I've held because with that, I was representing the people that I grew up with, the people that were around me, the Cherokee people. And I felt like I was pretty knowledgeable about that. But with Miss Indian Oklahoma, I'm representing all 39 federally recognized tribes in Oklahoma. And so that's kind of a big weight on your shoulders if you let it be. And so being able to learn about all the tribes has been so amazing and so motivating to keep going and be a good representative for all of those people. 
Um, something else that's really giving me hope is just the excitement from kids. You know, you walk into a room with a crown on, the kids get so excited and that's amazing and that's great. But also knowing that you have their attention to hopefully teach them something and inspire them and um, let them know that they have the ability to go for whatever their dreams may be, if that's in the health field, in STEM as a researcher or education, music, whatever it may be, just kind of letting them know that just because they haven't seen somebody like themselves do it before doesn't mean that they themselves can't do it. And so I love doing that, being able to um, inspire them in a way that really my role models did the same for me. Um, but also seeing the strength of each tribe that I get to go to. Um, again, our people have been you know, through a lot as Native Americans and as different tribes, we all have different histories, but seeing that so many tribes are still here today and thriving and doing well for the community around them. And that's an amazing thing to see that despite the hardships that Native American people have gone through, we still are able to take care of ourselves and everyone around us. We always make sure that everyone in our areas are well taken care of. And that's been really inspiring to me and giving me hope for the future, even when I have bad days, knowing that there's people around me looking out for me and I can do the same for them. And so that's what I hope to do with my title. I love it. And you are obviously well on your way to accomplishing all of those big goals. Thank you so much, Madison, for joining me today and for all of this incredibly inspirational work you're doing to encourage Native youth to discover STEM. I know we talked about this earlier, but I, as a mom, I'm really grateful that my daughter who loves STEM has somebody like you in our community to look up to. Well, thank you. I'm really glad that you're so encouraging with her. I know we talked about how she was so interested in STEM right now. And at this age, it is hard because, you know, you look around and it's all the boys who are really getting encouraged, but as a young girl, keeping her on that track of interest for STEM and education and really growing into who she can be, I'm really look up to you for that. And I think you're doing an amazing job with her on that. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm grateful to have lots of really smart people in our community <laughs> like you who can help me inspire her along the way. Madison, we are so excited to have you joining us at our 2022 Geekapalooza STEAM Festival. That's happening on Saturday, March 12th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Camp Travera, which is the Girl Scouts of Western Oklahoma's new STEAM-focused camp. Our attendees at Geekapalooza will get to enjoy a full day of kid-friendly activities on subjects like robotics, coding, and geosciences, plus we'll have live music, food trucks, prizes, and even a photo contest. Geekapalooza is sponsored by the Boeing Company and advanced tickets can be purchased for $8 for children and $5 for adults at metrofamilymagazine.com. So Madison, tell us, what are you most looking forward to about Geekapalooza? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about everything Geekapalooza right now. I'm so looking forward to just getting to be with um, all of the attendees and getting to see their excitement about um, all the STEAM activities. But I'm also so excited to get to participate in some of the activities. At the end of the day, I'm a total geek and I love all of these science-related activities. And so I'm really looking forward to being able to participate them in them myself. 
and um, just kind of be with people. It's going to be so fun to actually be together and learning together and just really having that great sense of community. This is a great opportunity for kids and families to check out some parts of STEM and STEAM fields that maybe they didn't even know existed. And then also mm -hmm. getting to meet people like you who are in these kinds of careers that our kids get the chance to look up to and kind of see what having a career in STEM could look like for them one day. Yeah, absolutely. And even experiencing that now as an um, young adult and being out there with all these people, I'm so excited to experience it and just be together and just see the excitement that everyone has together. Awesome. Well, we're excited to have you joining us. Thanks so much for joining me, Madison. Great. Thank you. I'm so happy we got to talk today. Me too. Thanks everyone for listening. Join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.